is a very good afternoon for the second time today, of course. The story that's dominating the headlines is Russell Brand. Many people will have watched the documentary over the weekend, Dispatches uh, in Plain Sight, which is very reminiscent, by the way, of many other celebrities in the past that have been accused of horrible things. But of course, the documentary doesn't necessarily mean it's true. It's an accusation, and they are accusations. A little bit earlier on, of course, we played uh, the uh, denial uh, by Russell Brand on Friday when he put out a video denying that all the claims in it were untrue. He said, and he admits that he has been a very promiscuous person through his lifetime. He admits he he takes drugs, or did take drugs at the time as well, during his career. And he said all of this is quite transparent in his book. He talks about all his relationships and the fact that he was a sex addict. But he said at no time did he ever have sex without consent. Of course, the women in the documentary will deny that, and they have made accusations. Some of those accusations very serious. Some of those accusations are of grooming, rape, and sexual assault. And I'm sure if you've watched the documentary, you would have seen that. But the big question is, do we need these documentaries? Are they necessary? Because what happens invariably is that social media goes on fire. And you have people believing it. Even though there's been no trial, nobody even charged at this stage, according to the Met Police, although they are welcoming anybody who wants to come forward, and they will support them and listen to them. But yet nobody's been charged, there's been no trial, and yet everybody on social media has an opinion. And of course, at this stage, Russell Brand's reputation is at stake. He could be an innocent man. He may be a guilty man. We don't know that. So is it wrong to have these documentaries? We put it out earlier on, and many of our listeners called in to say they believed it was trial by media. But is it as a question we asked earlier on, trial by media, or what they say in the public interest? Well, one man who's been through this, not just once in his life, but twice in his life, is Harvey Proctor, who's a former Tory MP. And back in the 1980s, he went through this with social, well, not social media, it would have been the media at the time, as a young politician. But then again in 2014, when he thought he had his life back together, Once again, he was accused by a person online of heinous crimes, paedophilia, murder, along with many other politicians in Britain as part of Operation Midlands. It turned out the individual was deranged. Carl Beach was eventually sent to jail for his lies. But that didn't help because, once again, Harvey Proctor's reputation was destroyed. He went on then to sue the Met Police. And he joins me on the line. Good evening to you again, Harvey, and lovely to talk to you once again. And to you, thank you for uh, inviting me on your program. Your story is horrific, and many of our listeners will be familiar with it, but if they're not, they can look back at our previous shows. Last month, I think it was, we spoke in detail about what happened to you throughout your life on two occasions because of the media, and you'll find that on our website if anybody wants to go to the website and look at it. But getting to Russell Brand, the argument for these documentaries, these in plain sight type documentaries is, similar to the the one they did on Cliff Richard when it was broadcast live on the BBC while they searched his home, is that it encourages other witnesses to come forward or other victims, possible victims, to come forward to corroborate stories. And the Met Police believe this is a good thing. Do you believe it's a good thing? Well, in my case, in 2015, I held a press conference and appealed for anyone who could genuinely support what Mr. Beach had said about me to come forward. I know that two people did come forward. They are currently being investigated by Sussex police for perverting the course of justice. So the question isn't number, it isn't a numerical matter, 
It is the truth that matters. Now, with regard to Mr. Brandt, I, um, I, I, I don't like, I've never liked uh, his uh, supposed humor, but he is, as everyone is, innocent until proved guilty. And he should not be tried in the court of public opinion on social media or with respect by the Sunday Times, the Times or Channel 4. They will argue that over a three year period, their journalists and investigators have delved into the stories and checked the backgrounds of the individuals who make the claims, although all individuals, with the exception of one, are using actors' voices and silhouettes, which some people would say makes it easier because you don't have to, I suppose, face the police. But they will say they'll argue they've investigated this and they wouldn't put out something they believed was untrue. So for three years, what you're telling me is that the Sunday Times, the Times, Channel 4, have been in possession of information proving criminal offences in the United Kingdom and in the United States of America, and they have not shared that information with the police, rather to store it up, not for a few months or a year, but for three years or more, uh, to have a scoop documentary trashing the criminal justice system, certainly in this country. That doesn't seem to be a very good reference for the media. One of the arguments I heard from the media is that, well, women can come forward anonymously and we can use an actor's voice or a silhouette and it gives them an opportunity to say how they feel and what happened and share their experience, no matter how harrowing it might be. But I assume that a woman can go to the Met Police and remain anonymous. Uh, until such a time as she obviously has to appear in court, if indeed it is justice that she is looking for, or he is looking for, if that's the case may be. So why do you think we're continuing to allow this to happen? I mean, surely to God, that if me or you or anybody else, as you did, by the way, in your case, as a documentary run on television, they do risk a defamation case, and a very serious defamation case, of course, if it's not true. Male or females making sexual allegations against anyone in this country have anonymity, lifelong anonymity. In my case, uh, the chap had, um, was given a pseudonym. He was called Nick to begin with. He appeared on television and radio. On television, he appeared again with a blacked out face and an actor's voice. I get suspicious about people appearing on television with an actor's voice and a blacked out face because of what happened to me. I do not know the details of this case other than that uh, have appeared in the media, but I do believe that Mr. Brent uh, should actually have remained anonymous until such time as the police were at least informed to get the police um, view about these matters. Remember, in my case... So well, the police, in your case, turned around on television and said, case, we believe him. In my case, the police went on television before they started to investigate and said Mr. Beach was credible and true. Mm -hmm. 
they went to a judge to get search warrants of my and some of my former colleagues' uh, house and Field Marshal Lord Brownell's house uh, with what the judge who granted those search warrants is now saying were illegal search warrants because the police liked him to get the search warrants. So I'm well versed in all these matters, but I do think the media has been remiss uh, in not going to the police at every stage of their inquiries. They were more interested in a scoop documentary than justice. So it's all about sensationalism. It's all about getting the, the, the program that everybody's going to watch. And maybe it is worth a while, even if they were sued for defamation and they were wrong. Maybe it is worth a while to get that scoop and the advertising revenue they will get from that. But it's damaging to people's lives. And we have discussed before, similar to here in Ireland as well, that it should be a case that nobody should ever be named until they're charged and until they're appearing before a jury of their peers. Well, that is my view. Now, what the uh, opposing camp will say on this is that if somebody is named, there is the opportunity and the possibility of others coming forward to give similar stories, similar evidence. Well, I believe that that could be covered by anyone wishing to let the name of the alleged suspect be known and out there in the media should have the ability to go to a high court judge and ask him in view of these reasons mm -hmm. um, he should be named. I do not think the media should be judge, jury and almost executioner in their own case. There was a suggestion by one person today in the media that uh, who was a, a former relationship with, with Russell Brand that she was approached by the documentary and she said that in her experience she had a relationship with him and on an a particular night he had requested sex and she said she wasn't interested and he didn't force her and he just went to sleep and she left his apartment the following day. Um, they didn't use her part in the documentary because maybe it didn't suit the documentary. I'm not too sure why they didn't particularly use it. That doesn't give balance to what I believe is a, doc a good documentary, if that's really what they wanted to do. Is there any room for these type of exposés? Because people will argue that if we go back to Jimmy Savile's days, of course, you know, that if somebody had, a, you know, released a documentary before Jimmy Savile died and not after he died, we may have had justice for Jimmy Savile before he managed to get away with it and escape this world. Well, on my suggested changes to the law, uh, an application to a high court judge could have allowed um, any documentary on Jimmy Savile to have taken place if the judge had agreed. Can I make my own challenge as uh, on your program, if I may? Yes, sure. I challenge Dispatches, Channel 4's program. I challenge the Sunday Times, and I challenge the Times to declare whether or not, and if so, what amounts of money has been paid to their contributors for this programme. I know in my case, Mr. Beach did it for money. So he received money to go on the television and make accusations. And for people who don't remember those accusations, there were accusations of paedophilia, rape, and even in some instance, by the way, in relation to murder. 
and and torture. He was making a, at the time that the Metropolitan Police picked up his allegations against me and others, which became Operation Midland. He had made a claim to the criminal injuries body for compensation for previous allegations he made to Wiltshire Police, which the Met Police either didn't know or ignored. The Metropolitan Police, while at his home, they decided that they would help him with his claim to the criminal injuries body. And a detective constable rang up the criminal injuries body to say that they should pay his claim. He was, of course, their star witness at the time. I want to remind people again that Carl Beach, better known as Nick at the time who made those accusations against you, is now in jail uh, for making false accusations. And of course, you sued the Met Police successfully uh, at the time, and certainly from what I believe, for not enough money, but you did sue them and you were compensated. You couldn't possibly have been compensated for the damage that it did to your life, the damage it did to your career, and nobody could imagine what that time was like, that period of during the investigation where essentially you couldn't really say anything because I'm sure you were taking legal advice, you know, at that time to obviously not say an awful lot in case you incriminated yourself even more. Well, eventually I got fed up of the media and the police drip, drip, dripping stories into the media about what I was supposed to have done. When I knew that I was completely innocent of any of the allegations made by Mr. Beach. Um, I therefore went to my lawyers and said I wanted to throw a press conference. They um, sought legal advice in London and were told under no circumstances should I hold a press conference. When the Metropolitan Police wished to interview me a second time, first for six hours and then uh, took another hour and a half or two hours, uh, I said that I would only return to London uh, on the basis that I uh, threw a press conference, which I did uh, the day after my second interview with the Metropolitan uh, Police. Um, so it is important, I think, for a suspect, an alleged suspect, however heinous the crimes, not to be named unless a High Court judge permits it. It should not be for the, uh, the decision of the media uh, or indeed of the police whether an alleged suspect should be named or not until he is charged. Once he's charged, that's a different matter. But um, I feel very strongly about that. Uh, I have um, no um, love for Mr. Um, Russell Brand. Is, um, I neither do I, by the way. Can I just point out for his style of comedy, or, it's quite or, salacious, or, 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 or his uh, humour. But he has the presumption of innocence until proven guilty, as we all have, or should have. And who should be the champions? Who should be the champions of this uh, presumption of innocence? The Sunday Times. The Times, Channel 4, Dispatches, and I heard today on the, world, uh, on the 1 o'clock news on BBC, uh, the Ofcom chief, 
uh, a, a lady, uh, making no mention of innocence until proven guilty. Quite wrong. Well, listen, it's been wonderful talking to you once again, and I hope you're keeping well yourself, and I hope things are getting back together again in your life. And I second your challenge, by the way, in relation to where people paid. It would be interesting to know that. If they weren't, they weren't. That's fair enough. But if they were, I think for the in the interest of full transparency, I think it should be published how much money was paid if indeed people were paid. And I'm not talking about the actors. I'm talking about the individuals that actually made the claims. And if those individuals who made the claims are telling the truth, I urge them, like everybody else, to go to the police and make it official because that's exactly what the law is there for. And that's what justice is there for. Uh, listen, thank you very I much agree. indeed. Harvey Proctor, thank you very much indeed for joining us. And I appreciate you joining us today on the show. Thank you. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 The Niall Boylan podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.